So it is going to be a good day. Yeah? Why? First of all, you wake up in a amazing mood. Why? You got uh, 10 solid hours of sleep. Whoa. Yeah, man. That's you, almost too much. You think that, but then you like bound out of bed. You have so much energy. Man, what time of day do I wake up? Um, where are you going to work? What, what, what time do you normally wake up for work? Normally like 8, 30, 8, I, Well, that's when I try to get. That's when I like set an alarm. Yeah. I'm probably not really up until like 9, 10. So you wake up at 8, 45, and normally it's like, yeah, you hit the snooze alarm a few times. Yeah, I snooze a couple times. I'm not perfect. But you feel so good. Yeah. I go for it. Yeah. You bound out of bed. Bound out of bed. Yeah. You jump at least three feet in the air. Holy shit. I haven't done that ever. You land like Spider-Man does, you know, with like one hand like on the ground dramatically. Yeah. Why? Just thought it would look cool. Did it? <laughs> it looked rad as fuck. Man, is, is my girlfriend there? No, your girlfriend is still exploring outer space. God damn it. If you recall, uh, you accidentally uh, turned her into a uh, cosmic being. Yeah. You've been getting uh, postcards from her. She. This blows my mind, Pat. Why? Can, she's on Earth. Well, I mean, it, but she's not on Earth. She's just sending everything back. But there's to her. no mail in outer space. Pat. Well, there's space mail. There's space mail. Yeah, it's a new thing that the um, the uh, that people are trying. That like the U.S. Postal Service is trying. Yeah. So they had, night mail was such a huge success that they decided yeah. to do space mail. Who's mailing letters from outer space? You'd be surprised, man. Yeah, I, I think we all would. Yeah, you would be surprised. So anyway, so you bound out of bed. You yeah. feel great. Um, you look at the. Uh, I'm just in a good mood. Yeah. You um, see the uh, new postcard came in from your girlfriend. Great. She's like, do I ever get a chance to write her back? I mean, how could she like not? There's no like return address. Obviously, no, you're not really certain how to. I'm like, you go to the space mail and you're like, yeah. well, I don't know where to do this. And they're like, you got to give us at least the quadrants. And you're like, I don't know. Can you tell where this comes from? He goes no. Next in line, it, there's no like out. There's no like space postmark. He goes, next in line, there's how many people are there for space mail, Pat? There's thirty in line. God damn it! Someone throws a, a pineapple at your head. Fuck you! I hate this already. So you just know it's gonna be a good day because you've gotten a lot of sleep. I've had a pineapple thrown on my head, Pat. Well, yeah, but that was that was a while ago. But uh, this particular day, I'm good. Yeah. The postcard reads. Uh, Hey, Aaron. Um, it's me, your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't have a lot of space to uh, to write anything, but next time I see you, remind me to tell you the story of the space turtles. Oh, baby. With love and respect, your girlfriend. And the cover um, says... Um, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of respect here. How does she think that that's a fair thing to do? She's just saying, like, you know, next time I see you, I'm going to have a great story. Yeah, but, like, you left. No yeah. explanation. No nothing. Well, you turned her, you shot her with the particle accelerator, and you turned her into an enlightened... The particle accelerator that was just left out for anybody to pick up and use. Yeah, and you used it on your girlfriend. How did I... So what ends up happening... This uh, fucking sucks. Uh, you're driving to, to work, you know? Yeah. And the real reason that you know it's going to be a great day is that you guys uh, hit your sales goals for the year. 
So um, your boss is like, all right, guys, as a reward, tomorrow, we're going to have some live entertainment. He goes, Dishwalla is going to play here for us. Counting blue cars? Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, man. So you're in a good mood, and uh, you drive to work singing, uh, counting blue cards. You remember when you were young, listening to this song, and the part where he says, tell me all your thoughts on God? On God? Yeah. On God? On God, because I'm on my way to see her. Yeah. And you remember just like staring at the sky in search for that lady God. Some higher meaning. Yeah. Yeah, man, that blew my mind as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, are driving to work, and you're in such a great mood. You're ready to watch these fucking bands play. It's Dishwalla, um, Seven Mary Three, and um, this local group called Lavender and Cream. <laughs> yeah. They're a fuel uh, tribute act. Yeah. They go up first and play. Yeah, how they do. They fucking, I mean, everyone loves it. Yeah. You're singing along. Man, I bet. Seven Mary Three goes up. How they do? They do all right. I mean, people aren't as familiar with them. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I know their catalog. But when uh, Dishwalla hits the stage. Yeah. They're headlining this thing? Yeah. Everyone runs to the front, you know? Yeah. And uh, they start playing. They start off with counting blue cards. Man, that's what they're starting with? <coughs> yeah. They, they start with that. They play some deep cuts. Then they play counting blue cards again. Yeah. I'm, I guess you have to. Yeah. So, um... Everyone is having a great time. Um, there is one problem that you're singing so loud that you're actually singing louder than the band. Really? And the whole, but you have no idea. You're just oblivious. So the whole time you're just like singing and everyone is getting more and more angry. I'm louder than the PA yeah. at a rock club. No, they come into your job. Oh, they come. Okay. Gotcha. They come into my, that's right. They're live. For, so I'm still, I'm still louder <laughs> than a, than a powered speaker. Yeah. And then everyone kind of looks, turns around and gives you dirty looks, and you you just don't pick up on it. And then after they're done, he, the guy's like, all right, thank you guys so much. You're all great. And he looks at you and points at you. He goes, except for you. Fuck you. And everyone turns around and they yell, fuck you. What? Why wouldn't anybody tell me I'm being too loud? How am I louder than a powered speaker, Pat? You just really love the songs. I mean, it's a good song. But I'm not going to be louder than a speaker. So you're uh, not in like the best of moods. Great. Uh, you drive home. Your perfect day has been destroyed Great. by your own self Dishwalla. Yeah. And yourself and your actions. So um, you get home and you notice that there is um, a piece of uh, mail you know, attached to uh, your door. What do you do? I look at it. What is it? Um, it just says like, t- it says your name, your address. The return address, it says, uh, Mitch Coolidge. Mitch Coolidge was this guy that you used to hang out with in college. Yeah. Uh, you guys would just hang out on the quad. You know what I mean? You guys would uh, yeah. hacky sack all the time. You yeah. hack it up, yeah. sack it up. And you guys got fucking good. Yeah. Uh, you'd hang out. There was another another guy, uh, Butch McGriddle. He was a guy that would hang out with you. <laughs> Me, Mitch Coolidge, and Butch McGriddle. Yeah. And then also, there was a couple other guys. There was um, uh, there was uh, the big dog, Aaron Andrews. There was a, a guy uh, who just went by Toast. 
uh, there was uh, this lady named um, Beatrice Horn. Yeah. And you guys would like just hack it up, man, in, in the quad. Yeah. And, you know, just pound bruise and just fucking. Pound and bruise, hacking it up. One time, up. One time uh, as the sun started to set, uh, you guys were like, oh, shit, we're not going to be able to see it pretty soon. But you didn't want to stop because it was going so good. And uh, you were ha- hacking it around and knocking the, the, the sack around. Uh, and um, you started doing it so fast that it just became a blur. For a second, it looked there was a pentagram in the middle. Yeah, we hacked the perfect pentagram, and then hit you in the balls, and you fell over. Oh man, that sucks. Uh, yeah, people were like, "Oh man," they weren't mad at you. It's not your fault. So, um, you got a letter from him, and uh, do you open it? Yeah, I. When's the last time I talked to this guy? It's been a while. Mitch? Yeah, you haven't seen... Mitch Coolidge? Mitch Coolidge in probably about a decade. Yeah. You sometimes talk on Facebook. We haven't talked to him, interacted with him anyway Holy in eight shit. years. You look over at his Facebook page, he's just like, he's got a pretty normal life. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would open it. I would think that's weird. Have, have I ever given him my address? No. You uh, open it up. The, that's um, fucking strange. The letter says, um, what's up, slap nuts? It's me, Mitchy baby. He's like, uh, look, um, I looked you up, found your address. Uh, look, I'm hoping that uh, we could get uh, that we get together. Why would he send me a piece of mail if we've talked like on digital? Like a digital. He doesn't platform. really use it a lot. He's, he, he prefers to be off the grid. Well, you know what? That's somebody who's selfish and not living. You know what I mean? That fucking sucks. You know, I what does he have like a fucking weird bike with a big wheel and a little wheel you know what i mean what are those called sure uh it's the uh, penny farthing yeah what, what is he's he got a he actually does like a ring on a stick that he fucking beats down the road why are you, you still using mail like you can talk to me so much faster he does have a penny farthing but like he doesn't tell anyone about it it's a secret penny farthing yeah so um it's like basically he's just saying like hey you know i was thinking about we we, we all need to get together butch is dead Butch is dead. Butch McGriddle. What happened to him? Um, he had a heart attack while attempting suicide. God damn it. He went to jump off a bridge, and right as he was running towards the edge, he had a heart attack and just kneeled over and died. Did he fall down the cliff? No. Also, oh, he just died on the bridge. Okay. So, basically... That the- sucks, man. Why? Is, why? You, you know, things hadn't gone his way. The way had, he thought they were going Anybody talk to him? No, man. So, um, that you, sucks. Yeah, they're gonna have like a, a funeral and everything for him, and um, you're like, all right, I gotta go. He wants. I I feel compelled to go to Butch McGriddle's funeral. Yeah, dude, he was a uh, part of your Hackensack crew. Yeah, the Hackensack crew. Yeah, you guys were called the. Uh, <laughs> you called yourself um, Gene Hackman. That was your character name. That sucks. Real bad. Yeah. Pat. One of them was called the Hack Knight instead of the Black Knight. He always wore black. He Wait, hang on. He always wore black just all the time or only when he's hacking? All the time. So he was, okay. And he had like emblems on his uh, no, shirt. Oh, come on. The you know Hack I mean? Knight? <laughs> yeah. And what was our group called? You guys were called uh, the Hack and Sack Crew. Of friends, 
the hack and sack crew of friends. Ugh. That's awful. So um, it's basically saying like, hey, the funeral is happening and, you know, a few days. We'd, we'd love to, to see you there. Do you decide to go? I mean, I feel compelled to go. So um, you decide. Um, I mean, uh, do I have like the resources and like the, the flexibility? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, um, your boss actually doesn't want you to come back to work for a week because of the whole singing thing. He just was so embarrassed. So I, am I like suspended from work for suspended a week? Suspended with pay. Yeah. I'm there, but they're formally, it's like a formal thing. That's like yeah. going to go in my file. Mm-hmm. Dish Wallace signed off on it too. That fucking sucks. It's part of my fucking file because I was singing too loud at a concert. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm so mad. So, um, you, uh, fly back home, you know? Yeah. You get off the plane. You go to the funeral and um, Butch McGriddle. Yeah. Here lies Butch McGriddle. All the crews there. The whole hack and sack crew of friends. Yeah. And um, you're you're there. Um, You actually feel compelled to give a speech at the funeral. I do. You do it. Jesus Christ. I mean, everyone is like moved to tears. You talk about friendship and, and the nature of aging and how, though we're all connected electronically, we're still so far apart and so alone in this black universe of sin. That sounds like a really intense speech to give at a funeral, Pat. Yeah, you do kind of feel a little weird after you say it. And you're like, uh, anyway, you kind of try to move on real quick. And you're like, Butch was uh, my friend. In a world that is often hostile towards the nicest ones. And you go, I'll miss you, buddy. You take out a Heinz ketchup. He loved ketchup so much. Yeah. Yeah, he loved it. Like, you know how sometimes, like, if you put a lot of ketchup on a burger, people will be like, hey, you want some burger with your ketchup? Yeah, that was him all the time. He would literally order a burger, like, ketchup with a little bit of burger. That sucks. So you take out a Heinz, a, a bottle of Heinz ketchup, and you, like, you pour it out. But like, Where do I pour it out? Uh, onto his the open grave. Onto his open grave. Yeah, you pour ketchup into it. It's what he would have wanted. I mean, it's okay. definitely a show of respect. But it takes so long because you have to like pound it. You yeah, know what I mean? I got to hit the spot. Yeah, so it takes about seven minutes for you to do it. What? So afterward, uh, you walk back over to the crew, and they're all, they all got to go the separate ways. You know, everyone has stuff going on, you yeah. know, but... Uh, and, and, and you say, you know, it's um, it's sad that it took Butch dying for us to come together. But I got to say, it feels damn good to see you guys again. They're like, yeah, we feel the same way. And then um, you're like, hey, guys, check this out. And you pull out a sack and you go, for Butch? And they go, they all like nod and smile. Yeah. You guys start uh, hacking sacking, you know. And you guys are, it's like you never had a break it's like you've been sacking it up this whole entire time yeah you were thinking like five moves ahead you don't even have to make eye contact yeah they can read your body language perfectly riding a bike yeah man gene hackman and is the, then, hack, is the hack knight there still the what the hack knight <laughs> are you kidding me yeah is he wearing all black still yeah he's gotten fat as shit oh man that you, sucks you see his gut come out oh come on 
His hair's gray. Uh, his gut hair. <laughs> oh, his head hair. Okay. So you guys are uh, hacking it up, and uh, you accidentally kick it like really far. Yeah. And they all like run after it. Yeah. And uh, the second they all turn their backs to you, suddenly you're like, it's a, it's, it's as if you're like sucked up in a tractor beam. God damn it, Pat. And you go, what? And then you get sucked into the air. Yeah. A hundred feet into the air. Great. Into an alien spaceship. God damn it. Is this who I think it is? And uh, God damn looking it, at Pat. you is this a space alien. Yeah. He goes, uh, hey, Aaron, it's me, Tony, Tony Italiano. Italiano. I'm an alien over here. Uh, Tony. He goes, he goes, hey, uh, don't worry. We got a, a plate of sausages going for you. It tastes just like uh, the food me mama made. And he looks so at you. So he, he talks in an Italian accent, but he looks like a space alien. Yeah. Like he's a like green. Yeah. So he's uh, green. He has one eye that rests atop his head. Yeah. Um, he has unusually long and thin arms, but with uh, legs that leave him close to the floor. So he's like, oh, we got some. But he's got one eye. Freaking calzones over here. He goes, you ever had a calzone? Yeah, I've had it. He goes, huh, no, you haven't. You've never had mine before. He goes, oh. He goes, anyway. So uh, all the other aliens come out and um, they start talking to you as you eat your calzone. You uh, bite into it. What I got kind it. of calzone is it? He gives it to you and he goes, um, he starts listing all the ingredients. Sausage. Red and green peppers. We got some uh, ricotta cheese. Yeah. Marinara sauce. Yeah. As red as the fires of hell. It's on the side for me to dip it in. Mm -hmm. All right. Pepperoni is on the inside too. Okay. And just enough black olives i don't like black olives he takes the black olives out he gives it to you do you eat it absolutely i do you take does it, it, i mean does it look good yeah it looks pretty good you bite into it it's the best calzone you've ever had in your fucking life i mean i bet that bar is pretty low I feel like calzones that I've had have been like the pizzone. Yeah, you know? so you think that, uh, and then, but then you think to, you think to yourself, it's almost as if it's a, a person who the only piece of art he's ever seen is uh, the Mona Lisa. Yeah, and even though they have nothing to compare it to, they still see the beauty. That makes a lot of sense. It's the Mona Lisa of Cal- calzones. Cal- uh, you eat the whole thing like you just can't stop yourself. Yeah, and he goes, uh, he goes, oh. Uh, he goes, Aaron, we got to talk business. What business could I possibly have with you, Tony Italiano? He's wearing a tracksuit now. Why? He's like, he's like, oh, he goes on to tell you that uh, there's these uh, beings in outer space called the keepers of the cosmos. And um, they kind of like go around judging uh, planets and, you know, living beings and stuff like that. Yeah. And they have decided that humanity must be destroyed. Okay. Except for you. And he goes, he goes, look, we were just having a meeting about this over, over here. And he goes, uh, and I don't think that's right. I'm here to save you. 
So he's here to save all of humanity? He goes, well, he goes on to, uh, he's like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just here to save you, really. Why me? Why am I the only one who's allowed to live still? Just shrugs. I don't, that's not fair. What about everybody else? Why are you going to destroy that planet? He's like, he's like, he's, he's like, well, he's like, oh, we're not doing nothing. He goes, it's the keepers of the cosmos. How the, why? Why, own. why are they doing it? Yeah, they just judged humanity and they found it to be lacking. They but, found except you, for me. Yeah, I guess you're the only decent human being left on this planet. That sucks. That's not true. There's and so he, many good people. Around. And he goes, he goes, I can save maybe two other people. Oh, that's uh, so the entire human race is going to be wiped out. The entire human race, except you and two friends, except, or two friends, just two people that you pick. So, am I going to be forced to rebuild humanity? They're just going to take you with them on their space adventures. What the? F- so these are people that I have to spend time with. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah, man. Oh, man. As the last of the human race. Man, and I get to pick two people. Yeah. What? What? So I think I need to know if you're asking me to choose two people. What base? What? What basis am I choosing them on? Like what criteria? He goes, whatever you want. Maybe you want a your sweet mama. Maybe you want your um your amor over here. He goes, maybe you just want some friends. I don't know. He's got a bad I, Italian accent. I don't know who I would ask. So you kind of like uh, sit there for a second. As you're thinking, he goes, um, he uh, like descends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would love to have my brother with me. Sure. But I probably wouldn't be able to bring his fiance. Right. And is that a life that he wants to live? Is it fair for me to do that to him? You know, do I want to yeah. bring my mom along who feels like she may have already led a full life? He goes, you're not going to bring a you sweet to my ma. I mean, that you're only giving me two people to choose you from in the whole fucking human race. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't I choose somebody who is who has like, I mean, if I'm being logical, why wouldn't I choose somebody who has like a very valuable skill? You know, I mean, am I supposed to choose somebody who I'm going to be a companion with? Or am I supposed to choose somebody who's going to have to achieve something with me? Yeah. Like what? That's, you know. So while you're uh, sitting there pondering, um, they like descend down to earth. Yeah. And um, he just like reaches into like a box that has a bunch of names in it and just that pulls out two sucks. names at random. Uh, it's um, this uh, woman named uh, Magnolia Fierce. And uh, it's Al Gore. Al Gore. Well, he reached his hand into like it was a big box, so it included everyone's names. And uh, they get down. Al Gore, the former vice president, inventor of the internet, Al Gore. Yeah. He's like, you know, I never actually said that. I don't fucking care, Al. Our uh, lives are over. Our fucking lives are over, Al. I had a chance to bring somebody <laughs> with me, and I'm stuck here with you. Oh, that's a nice thing to what, say. What a wasted opportunity. So um, you land. I'm so pissed off. You land. And Tony, Who's this other lady? Who the hell is this lady? What's her deal? Magnolia Fierce? Yeah. Is uh, that a real name? Yeah. She's a um, dance choreographer. She's not very good at it. Great. Great. 
I'm so pissed off. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a barista, but I consider myself a... I don't fucking care. I'm sorry. I don't care about any of this. I don't know you at all. I had the opportunity to bring somebody who meant something to me with me, and I failed. Now that person's dead. Everybody I've ever known is dead, except for Al Gore and a barista who's a bad dance teacher. So you uh, you kind of you kind of load on her a little bit, and she and she goes, "Oof, it looks like someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed." Fuck me. you! And Everybody we know is dead. Doesn't that bother you? And suddenly, uh, like Tony Italiano comes uh, walking out of the spaceship, and he's like, "He's I'm so only, pissed. He's only a piece of paper." And he's like, "Aaron, I I, I messed this up." Uh, it turns out that the keepers of the cosmos they judged uh, all of humanity to live except you. Great. They judge for for you to be Great. destroyed. All right, and he goes. Well, um, he's like, yeah, I don't know what to do here. A laser beam from Earth, uh, from outer space comes down and just cuts you perfectly down. The God middle. damn it, Pat! And you hear the keepers of the cosmos, cosmos, cosmos. It's like the loudest electric guitar you ever heard. And the keepers, you see them, even though you've been sliced in half, like your body is still holding together somehow. And the keepers of the cosmos like descend. Uh, they're like these old uh, lizard looking uh, yellow things. They're all just jamming on guitar and they come down. This at, fucking sucks. And they go, Aaron Brooks, we judge you to be lacking. And then your, uh, your body splits apart and you die. That fucking sucks, Pat. That fucking sucks so bad. I didn't do a goddamn thing wrong. <laughs> At least all those, your friends and loved ones that you were so worried about, they're, they're still alive. They actually, uh, the keepers of the cosmos uh, turn Earth into a utopia. Great. They uh, erect a, a bronze statue in your memory. If that's what it takes, great. They erect a bronze statue in your memory on the the site that you were struck down. Uh, it's you, and uh, you're kind of leaning forward, and they can definitely see from the back your ass crack and the fact that you're wearing uh, white boxers with red hearts on them. Why would they do that? Why would they memorialize that in bronze? Underneath that, they just write, fuck this guy. I don't want to say your name. God damn it. Pigeons shit on you all day long. Great. Fuck you.